Yeah, I'm like Neo now. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Jurassic Views, Bryce Diamond, representing the big three of JV. No, not the Celtics big three of Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett, but Zyaquina, Courtney Wright, sending me to this Boston Celtics-specific conversation with my man, Brandon Duvel. You've met him before. You know what he brings to the table. Last night... Last night, we had ourselves a situation. I don't mean in the game. Uh, in my home, we all had the stomach bug, and it knocked us out for the day. Very similar to Al Horford last night. But today, we're here to talk about another sickness, a good one, Celtics fever with Brandon Duvel. Brandon, how are you this morning? Uh, must be riding high with your team in the conference finals. What is going on, my friend? Hey, buddy. I mean, like, look, the playoffs or the series don't really start till game three. Everybody knows that. <laughs> like, let's let's be real. Like, the, the leprechaun wasn't in the building last night. So, let, you know, <laughs> let, let's just have, like, say, you know, we'll do the mulligan thing and we'll look forward <laughs> to game two. Man, this is – I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I feel like you drew the short straw again to, to bring me back here as a Celtics fan on the Raptors pod. But hey, I can't I can't lie. It's good to it's good to get through those first two series, KD and then Giannis, and and here we are, I guess, up against the always formidable Jimmy Butler. But <clears throat> man, it was uh, it's good to get those two series wins under the under the belt. And I know. You get, you know, you could attest to this as another rabid NBA fan, man. Like I, I, I don't enjoy the NBA playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, some people are like saying to me, like, why do you choose, you know, NBA basketball as like a hobby, as a source of entertainment? Aren't those supposed <laughs> to be relaxing things? Like, and I'm like, you know, that's, that, that's a good thing. But Hey, like, you know, stamp collecting right that just doesn't bring the same amount of drama and excitement right as the finals but you know what uh what, what can you do it's um no it's it's awesome to be to be a sports fan at this time of year particularly like um you know a, bas- a basketball fan and hey like when your team's when your team's rolling like i think i think boston is and it's going to be yeah. it's going to be a deep run and, and that's and that's always good whether or not, I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet. We'll see what's the final <laughs> start. So I'm uh, confident. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, uh, both of us, what we can agree on, even though uh, we might not agree on what team's jersey we should wear first, uh, and we probably disagree about guys like Marcus Smart, what we can agree on is our distaste, our disgust, for the Philadelphia 76ers and Joel Embiid must be nice to see them get knocked out by the heat. I was like, I was, I was watching as soon as they signed James Harden, I was like, 
oh man, it's it's done. That team is like that team is not going to be a challenge for Boston moving forward because I just knew that those two alpha dogs, like they just are not going to be able to get that chemistry together in time. To yeah. A deep run for the playoffs. And I mean that like a lot of people are of course, you know, talking about the after effects and, and what's going to happen with that, with that team moving forward. But, but, Oh yeah, Phil, I mean, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Like we could definitely bond over that. Like we could sheath the swords and, and talk 76ers as like the, as the, uh, as the shared enemy for sure. I, <laughs> I, I thought like that, like that MB though, that, that, that guy is like, that guy is a formidable force. Like oh, I yeah. got to give respect to that for sure. Like that, that guy is, is a dominant player. I mean, you know, he was in the MVP, MVP conversation pretty much for the for the whole year and yep. you know seeing you know because our teams are both in the east like seeing a lot of like Philly like Philly highlights and you know some pretty impressive stat lines from the big fella in the middle but I mean I don't know like maybe it's just like a lot of people maybe you know you're looking at kind of hard and not necessarily as you know the, the player that could be that you know, that riding shotgun on, on a deep run. And like, as soon as I, as soon as I saw that trade, I was like, well, I think we're going to be able to, well, if we didn't meet them in the playoffs and they were able to get like bounced out by another team, but like that, that would be good for, for the Celtics for sure. But I just, with that Embiid still in the conference, man, I think we're going to see him again though in the future. <laughs> so very, very possible. Well, let's let's go through uh, round by round here since we have you on and we can focus on the playoffs. Uh, their first round opponent was the Brooklyn Nets, a team who had all kinds of drama and, uh, you know, discord, uh, a lot of inconsistencies and certainly a lot of talent, a lot of experience. Uh, but the Celtics seem to be ready for them. Uh, and seem to be able to figure out how to shut down their stars and force their other guys to play. What was the thing that surprised you most about that series? Let's start there. Well, I just, there was no pressure for Boston at all. Right. Like right, right from the tip. I mean, like even in the lead up to that series, like, like Boston's going in there and, and like, in terms of like, being infected by by the drama that seemed to <laughs> seem to prevail in the Eastern Conference this year, like mm. they never got touched by it at all. It was mostly what was going on in Philly. It was mostly what was going on in in, in Brooklyn with, of course, with with Kyrie Irving's you know situation with the with the vaccine and everything. And then the oh man, then the trade right, hard yeah. and Simmons like, and so I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking like, well, you know, now you know, pressures, ton of pressures on KD because now he's got himself like a big, like a big three that he's, Mm -hmm. you know, similar to, uh, you know, like, of course, like, you know, what he had in, in, in golden, uh, in golden state, but, you know, similar to kind of like how it was in, in, in Oklahoma city, like with, like the players were kind of, kind of like similar like that. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, I mean, the series just starts like I, I thought like immediately it was this is going to be a seven game series. This probably should have been the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Like Brooklyn right. And, and Boston. No offense to the Raptors, but I thought uh, I thought those <laughs> were the the two best clubs 
like that that were in in the conference like the like the whole year and plus like i mean kevin durant kevin uh, durant is uh is uh almost had the Freudian slipped i almost said garnett kevin durant is, <laughs> is uh like he's an elite scorer and he can and he can turn it on whenever he yeah. wants and he's like he is just a walking 40 point game like anytime he wants to get going the thing is like so i was watching i was watching the game and as as it was going through like I noticed that like Kyrie was like he was kind of getting into it with the crowd. And mm. I was like I was like okay, I was like that's interesting, right? And it's like but it was like it was like blatant like it was on camera during the game as he's on the floor. So I'm watching that and I'm thinking, "Oh man, I don't think he's mentally ready for this series." Interesting, interesting. And so like he was kind of flipping the bird or whatever to the fans in Boston. I mean, they were all over him. And, you know, and this is just kind of one of the sad points about, like, the whole, like, this whole era of, of basketball is that if he would have stayed in Boston and they would have made a run, like, if he would have been with the Celtics right now, I'm not saying that the chemistry would have worked out, but that guy would have never had to buy a drink for the rest of his life in that city. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like he, Kyrie Irving could be, like, a Boston Celtic legend just because, like, you know when like KD like when he's on man like he's he's one of the better players that like the league has seen in this era like honestly um you know he's a champion like he's uh he's a like he's a he's tremendously skilled like he you know he can facilitate he can play and so but I'm watching this and I'm like if, if like if I'm seeing this and all 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 the armchair fans that are you know if we're seeing this then man the co- the Celtics coaching staff's got to be seeing it they got to be telling the Boston players about this. And so as, as the game goes on, I'm like, I'm thinking like Tatum, he needs to, he needs to establish himself early. Like he needs yeah. to establish himself in this playoffs yeah. early. He needs to have a moment. And I'm like, you know, it could be, maybe he drops 35 and 10. And so I'm, I'm watching this and the game's going on. It's getting tighter. It's getting tighter. And again, like not fun. It's terrible. <laughs> like I am not enjoying myself. I am not yeah. having a good time. Nobody wants to hang out with me. I'm watching the game by myself <laughs> at my in-laws place because I'm not allowed to do it at home around the children because of the language. So, <laughs> so I'm watching this game and it's, it's, it's going down to the wire. And, you know, I mean, like we've all seen it, like the last, the last play and just the way the Celtics moved that ball with this, the seconds dying down and the confidence. And then of course, Tatum, Tatum gets it in. I'm like, it, this series has just been decided. Like, this is over. Right. Tatum has confidence. Kyrie's rattled. I don't think that, you know, KD is going to be able to, considering how good the defense for Boston has been, I don't think KD is going to be able to do 40 a game in this series. And the chemistry right. was just was just not there. So, I'm like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, even though, like, it might go deep, it might go maybe six games, possibly, possibly, you know, the distance, I'm watching this. I'm like, man, I think they got a chance this year. Like, right. I think, I think they might be able to make a run. And I mean, so, the sweet, but th- I mean, that was surprising. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's like, yeah, was ridiculous. But uh, after game one, I certainly felt like the Celtics had leveled up. You know, this this was a a, a game where they. Uh, they had to deal with uh, a, a great game 
from Kyrie. He he, you know, bagged 39 that game. Yep. You had Goran Dragic turning back the hands of time, scoring 17 <laughs> off the bench. For sure, yeah. And, yeah. And uh, they were fairly efficient in the second half, including a 29 to 19 fourth quarter. And I thought, gosh, if they can put that kind of game together, get get uh, 20 and 15 at Al Horford, um, who knows? Maybe maybe this team is a legitimate contender. But then the second game happened. Brooklyn comes out throwing haymakers and lands a few. And Boston recovers and just takes it to him and get up 2-0 going into Brooklyn. I think that sucked the life out of KD. Well, they that's there was definitely I like I don't know kind of what was said kind of on the mental side of things in between those two games. But like for me, like that's that's a credit to the well, number one, the coaching staff. And the, and the the individuals that was part of the, the Celtics team that they're able to pick on these pick up on these types of little nuanced things is that you have to understand to be able to compete at the high level in the NBA playoffs. So that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, I would love to have been in like the film study rooms with like in between those games yeah. and hearing what the coaching staff had to say about it, particularly about about the dominant about the dominant players. But one of the things that I think the Nets, because maybe the chemistry was off, one of the things that I think they underestimated was just how, how defensively sound Boston has become. And that has, that has developed like tremendously over the course of the last couple of seasons. Like, I mean, Marcus Smart, like notwithstanding, like the guy's defensive player of the year, like pretty, you know, that's a pretty impressive feat, but you have guys like, like Brown and, and, and Tatum who like these guys are scorers that have also elevated their yes. game as well. And when you see when you see your horses like that running on both ends of the court, like it's got to be like inspiring, particularly when you see that the weapons on the other side of of, of the other bench, right? So I I thought that that was just like to me like that was just something something clicked during the season with the Celtics. I think I think two management was like, this is a win-now team. And I think when they brought in uh, D. White there from San Antonio, I mean, they gave up a lot, right? Some mm-hmm. first-round picks and stuff, but they brought him in. And, you know, he's well-coached over there in the San Antonio system. So the guy mm-hmm. comes in, like, you know, Boston is built with, with guys that have come up in as first-round picks in that, in that Celtic system. So they're yeah. looking to win now. And I was like, but I, like even me as like 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 as a, as a as a fan of the team, like I just was not expecting just how well that they were they were coming out and able to handle that adversity in those in the well the first two games, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely the guy whose defense has impressed me most from this Boston team is Jason Tatum. Uh, he is playing that high level two way game that you want to see from your superstar and i think because of that he's put himself in a conversation that you and i had uh as i was walking past your house the other day that we'll (laughs) we'll we'll get to very soon about that top 10 top 10 conversation but let me tell me what you think of uh coaching as a rookie head coach for a a storied franchise uh obviously uh 
a very competent um, and and high achieving coach in Brad Stevens stepping away so that Emiadoka could take that job. But what are your thoughts on Emiadoka? I mean, like Stevens was just not work. Like I'm not sure there was something that just wasn't working. Like the talent, like the talent was there. I'm not sure, like what what it was i'm not sure if if it's like i'm not sure if it's the new coach's like way of going aboard he's a rookie he's really got nothing to lose or it's just like how quickly it's and and, and it begins and ends with tatum like that's that's not like mm. let's not you know don't don't misinterpret me like trying to say that you know tatum is like he has he has taken like a massive leap and yeah. very quickly because he was like in, in in the past, like you know, there was there was some well, I think unfair. Well, maybe I'm biased because you know I, I, I like my guys and I don't I don't <laughs> like what the negativity is thrown at them. But but he like he's very much comes from that um, mentoring that like Kobe had done um, right. to a lot of these young players, right? So he's he's starting to come in, in into his own and starting to become like a, a true leader. But look, I like I like this defense first mentality that this new mm. that this new coaching staff seems to be able to bring because like traditionally and i'm not like i'm not, I'm not don't subscribe to be an nba historian by any sense of, uh, of the term but playoff basketball you got to have like you know like isaiah thomas used to say like you got to be in the guy's face like you got to know what he had for lunch like you want the defense <laughs> to be that tight right and yeah. they seem to be doing this and like I mean, either this new coach, either he's a either he's a genius or Jason Tatum has always been this good and he's just needed to just get that right. extra Getting extra emotional. kick in the pants. But I'm just gonna say this that last playoffs was if you didn't know who Middleton was, you definitely know who he was now because of just how he kind of came of age last year yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah. So if you don't know who Jay Brown is now, right, you 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 you're going to know him before this run is over, and that that's another thing too is like he's establishing himself as like, well, some nights I'm not sure who the alpha is. Like right. they're both they're both competing for that for that number one spot on 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 that team. But I mean, well, I mean, what is it? Defense wins championships. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wonder if that's what you know the the big difference is between him and Stevens is that he can get more out of the defense and he, and he asks each individual as well as the whole club uh, to play higher. Um, cool. Now, before and we get sacrifices too, like, yeah, yeah that, that's true. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of sacrifices being made definitely on, on the, on the points per game. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Jason Tatum, man, he could be up there like 100%. Like he could be up there, um, you know, as, as an elite, an elite score. I mean, he doesn't get the attention maybe because he doesn't, he doesn't bring as much of like the spotlight as some of the other elite scores do. But if, but if you know, and he, I think Tatum feels it now after those first two rounds, I think yeah. he's looking at this coach and he's like, yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. Like, right. like this is how, like, I want to be a winner. I want to win titles. I don't yeah. necessarily need to have scoring, scoring championships. Like I want to go in there and I want to, I want to win. And I want to win a thing like Boston. Yeah. If you do that, like he's going to be canonized for sure. Right. If they, if they come out of this and who knows, they like, this is a team that's like built to win now. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a couple more runs, you know, like, like if they can keep up, they can keep up this pace, keep this core team together. 
And again, they have built this team. It's kind of been the antithesis of how the league has gone, where it's just like you're trying to bring pieces from other teams and trying to right, fit them together. Right. Like the core of that team, and even yeah. some of the guys that, that have um, been developing over the course of this playoffs, like these dudes are all first-round picks. Right. Like so, so this is coming up, and the nucleus is is formed. Like these guys are growing up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that you know, there's some there's something to be said for for that is uh, for for that as well. But I'm watching I'm watching the coach on the sidelines, and and you know he's he's got them. They're locked in. Like you can't yeah. just take down. Like this is not a fluke. Like you might win a series against Brooklyn and say, oh, like, you know. They they had no they didn't have the chemistry and the and the drama played they weren't able to come together but Kevin Durant still Kevin Durant Kyrie yeah. Irving is still Kyrie Irving these guys are elite players and then you move on to Milwaukee and I get it Mid- Middleton was hurt but but that's the defending champs and oh yeah Antetokounmpo like that dude is he is legit vies every year to be the best player on the planet so when you take yep. down those two heavyweights I don't know that, that's just that's just not a fluke in in, in oh, my in my uh, estimation, but yeah. Agreed. Well, before we get to round two, there was one distraction that existed in round one that you, you were talking to me about when we had a conversation before. And I, I'd love to get your thoughts on uh, the fashion statements of one of the Nets, Brooklyn Nets players who wasn't even playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I think though that, that he got, prescriptions because those are rose-colored glasses so he thought <laughs> that the situation in brooklyn was going to be better than philly right so he's looking <laughs> out and i would like i said man i think he should get a refund on that because it's just not it's just not working it just doesn't seem to be seem to be going there and then i this this funny thing i heard this funny thing too is like oh he wore those during the series with boston because he needed to see what uh work ethic looked like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, look, like, that's just savage, man. That's just sad. But like, man, like the Celt like Celtics fans are just like, oh, there's like um there's a real there's a real passion there, like one hundred percent for sure. But yeah, I mean Ben, like I'm not sure, man, I'm not sure how it's gonna look. It's not gonna look too rosy, I don't think next year either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he certainly, Ben Simmons, if healthy, uh, blue shade glasses a la Bono 2005. Um, yeah. ben, ben Simmons is certainly going to be an upgrade from uh, uh, a guy who has lost four or five steps in Blake Griffin. So yeah. I think Ben Simmons is, is going gonna, is gonna to give him a lot, but I don't know if he's going to be the same guy that he was uh, two, three years ago. Um, that that still uh, is a big question mark. Uh, but regardless, we don't need to talk about Ben Simmons right now. We certainly don't have to talk about any of his former teammates, except for one that we'll get to uh, later for the round three chats. But round two, uh, the Celtics take on, as you said, last year's defending champs, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this was probably the best, um, the best matchup the best um, matchup for fans to watch and the media. Um, How are you feeling after game five in Boston when the, when the bucks took a three, two lead, that was a real steel game. I mean, they're, they're the champs for a reason. And you don't, Mm -hmm. you don't reach the heights in the NBA um, without like 
that that type of dominance and and Giannis is that like he you just have to like you whether you're a Boston fan or, or a Toronto fan or a Philly fan like you got to give these guys the, the respect so I'm looking at this and I'm like you I'm like they're see yeah you're down you're down three two you 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 drop one maybe you know the enemies kind of <laughs> like the, you know these guys are are um their chance they know how to close but i'm thinking like i again i went back to game one of of the first round and mm. i'm like these guys are these guys are confident i don't think that like the moment is bothering them anymore as it as it used to be like as it as it happened in the past like the last couple of years with with like celtic playoff basketball where it just they just felt like i'm not saying scared but they felt like that it just wasn't their time like we're not we're not ready to be able to to handle a down down three two, so like I don't know maybe it's just arrogant leprechaun luck, but I was like looking at this and I'm like I mean this is going this is going seven and they're and they're gonna like it's gonna be tight down the stretch one hundred percent because like KD Giannis can drop a triple double whenever he wants like you know just like just like all the all the greats can like you know and and they're expected to in, in the playoffs but but there's just I don't know. It just had a different feeling than in the past. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like as as somebody that like you you watch your team and you just like you kind of sense these mom- the momentum shifts. Mm. And, like even even when it even when it doesn't happen or it doesn't work out, like you know, in a particular game in a particular in a particular stretch of a game, you're like, I, like I just feel like this team has a little bit more of that next step mentality. So, I mean. It worked. It worked out well, but but then again, like that series, it, it it just showed that what it takes, what an NBA champion, what it takes to to reach that level. Yeah, because like, the Milwaukee Bucks, man, like that is that is a team that is like they're going to be back next year. Um, so yeah, so they're like, and they're going to they're going to be gunning, uh, you know, for for uh for the Boston's for the for the you know the other teams in in the East that that, you know, are going to, to be want to make the, the jump too. So like, I think it also, it just showed me like maybe like not as much as like how Boston has evolved, but just how, how much of a championship contender Milwaukee actually is. But. Right. Um, yeah. I, I thought that the two most uh, telling games of that series were games four and five. Yeah. Uh, game, game four in Milwaukee. Milwaukee went into the fourth up eleven, I believe, and they're they're playing solid uh, on both ends of the court. Yep. Um, and and you know they looked poised to take a three-one lead, and Boston just snatched that lead away from them very quickly in that fourth quarter, yep. and then carried that quite comfortably through to the end. The other game was game five. And in game five, the Celtics had it like it was theirs and they just kind of took their foot off the gas. And I think it was a it was a good lesson learned for them that if they want to win, they can't just play three quarters of basketball. You got to play a full 48 minutes. And they were ready come game six and they proved they were two steps ahead of this Bucks team. Obviously, not having Middleton, as you said, is going to heavily affect them. Um, but you still got to play the game. Um, 
the the series itself brought up some really interesting questions. Um, I think one was answered. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the league right now. Yeah. Um, to not have Middleton to basically average like 37, 12, and 7 on the series with like a handful of blocks, a handful of steals, is just, is just ridiculous. Yeah. But I think the series forced fans, forced media, probably even players to ask the question, where does Jason Tatum sit in the top 10? Ooh. And I'd love to, to have just a brief discussion Ooh. on where you think uh, he, he sits in the top 10. Obviously, you're, you're going to put Giannis, the Joker, uh, and, and likely a guy like Embiid uh, ahead of him, but maybe not. Where, where do you put uh, Tatum uh, in this top 10 discussion? Well, I mean, just just before I get into that, like the point that that you um, they talked about is like like being a an NBA fan, and like that that that's such a key such a key thing here because that was a performance. Like, oh yeah, Giannis was like his dominance was was a performance, and it, it's just you know it, it just goes to show like how like maybe I'm biased, but I think I think there's no better like sports environment than the NBA playoffs right. uh, just, be, just because of, of that type of dominance and, and, and that type of performance. Like Middleton is a legit, legit number two on any right. team in the NBA, on any team in the world. And Giannis, like you said, was able to, was able to do that. So, so, you know, well done NBA again for, for putting on such a, a, a wonderful for, for performance uh, for the first, for the first two rounds. And so, so back to uh, Jack to back to my guy here. So, yeah. Uh, well, the other day, you know, you know, just because you're so nice and so professional, Bryce, you won't say exactly what happened. It was like the real story is me literally yelling at you <laughs> as, as you're as you're trying, you know, and like the neighbor is like looking at me because I was there with Jamie and the neighbor's looking at me like, who, like, why is he yelling at this guy? <laughs> and as, as you're biking away, I'm like yelling at you. I'm like saying like, yo, I'm not coming on the pod anymore unless you legit say that Jason Tatum is in the top 10 of Jurassic views for next season. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I want, I think because Tatum has, like he's taken a little bit longer to develop, and I don't, I don't think that that's that's a criticism at all. I think, I think the raw talent was right there. I think he went to the right college, like school, like it was everything, everything was there, and everything was was moving there, like for him. This finals, I think, will determine for me whether he is a top ten player in, in the league. Like, right. I think he makes, I think he makes the the upper level of that one to 10, like if he comes out of this finals and maybe, maybe, you know, it's they win and he gets final MVP, then it's like, okay, like Jason Tatum has arrived 100%. I mean, yeah, still a lot has to happen. And I mean, there's a couple teams over there in the Western conference that are rolling pretty hard right now. And, you know, I don't think I'd want to see the, the boys from, from golden state in the finals. That's for sure. But, but he, 
like I think he's he's definitely he's definitely on the radar. I think another thing that that's going to be beneficial for him. I think he's going to take even more of a leap. Is definitely his temperament. Like I said, he doesn't. He's not really into the drama. Like he seems to be just into playing, and I think that's really going to help him yeah. move move forward in terms of like the like the stat the stat lines one hundred percent. But I like again. I I'm I'm like this is a different this is a different stud. Like this is a different basketball player. Like he seems to be able to um, reach in and whatever sort of uh, mental blocks that he might have had in the past, and that's I think that's just coming from all the analysts. Like that's what they're saying. It was it was definitely not the talent, but maybe more in the mental game. I think he's starting to like really really get through that and and you know and establishing him himself as like well I'm not going to say as like because we're not done this playoffs, but. He's starting to come into his own as a playoff performer if the first two rounds are any indication, right? Yeah. So maybe I'm biased. I don't know. But I, I think he definitely is going to have to be looked at seriously in terms of being one of the better play. Like definitely in like in the conference, 100%. Like, like he is, you know, he is, he's right up there, I think, already. But, you mm-hmm. know, comparing him across like some of the other like big guns over in the West, like, I mean, it, it would be, I think it would be a stretch, but. But look out, like I think he's I think he's ready to, to, to take off. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I I mean right now, uh you look at what he's done in outplaying Kyrie and KD. Uh then he goes toe to toe with the best in the game. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, especially game six where Giannis drops forty four and twenty. And Jason Tatum scores 46 just to put a little exclamation mark uh, on a game six in, in Milwaukee. Uh, and then now he has this opportunity, as you've said, to really solidify himself as that elite dog in the league. And he's going up against a guy who during the regular season is more seen as like a top 15 guy, but in the playoffs seems to be in that top 10 conversation he just had his fifth 40 point playoff game in a miami heat jersey only been there for three seasons jimmy butler and if you can outperform jimmy as jason tatum and you've taken down those other stars on the way to the finals it it's very possible knowing he can play at both ends knowing that lebron james is is on the the dip on the down in his career. He could be a top five, top six guy. Oof. I'm, I'm liking this from the from the Jurassic views, man. I'm liking that. that I've always been good. a big yeah. Well, so I I was like thinking back to it was a couple of years back when he he slammed. I think I forget I forget what the point total was, but he goes up and he puts it down and then he gets right in LeBron's grill. And, and I'm thinking, I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you just, you just going after him. eh? like, and, and I was like, that's the guy that everybody was saying that he's going to become. And right. So I saw that moment as being like, okay, let's practice. Let's practice patience as a Celtics fan. Like, like, <laughs> Don't put the pressure on the guy like like he's going to like he knows that that he can be 
and elite and dominant. And but like you say, elite and dominant means means you know a combination of like three things. It's like you're sound on both ends of the court. Yeah. You're a leader. Yeah. So you are not afraid of going after the big guys in the big moments. That's right. That's and right. So if I'm like if I'm like doing like a legit you know top ten in the league, like I'm I'm seeing those, but I like I need to see him perform in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. And so like when I'm when I'm looking at Jimmy Butler like the last few seasons, mm-hmm. like I love I love the guy's game. Again, as a fan, like just you know, like just like KD and Giannis, like Jimmy Butler, like he is he is a very very good basketball player. Yeah. And 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 like you said, like that that runs that they well the, that they took uh, Miami took to the finals against against the Lake Show in the in the, in the bubble mm-hmm. was like again like as a fan that was impressive to watch like yeah. if like I would not have ever thought that they were that the Heat were going to be able to 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 go that far because there was a different Jimmy Butler at times in the past and mm-hmm. you know now it seems to be like like you were just saying like. It's Jimmy Butler playoff performer in the same conversation, which must feel good for for him. Like yep. because he again has kind of has kind of switched that narrative. But not to be an arrogant Celtics fan or anything, but <laughs> I don't think Jimmy's good for forty for every night right, in this right. series for them to be able to win. And that's true. And when I when I was looking at the game last night, and it's just kind of funny when you mentioned about like like Boston, like, like only played three quarters and, and and wasn't closing. And, you know, that's, you just can't do that in the playoffs. Yeah. They needed that. Like they needed that kick in the, in the pants last night to show that this is the, this is really true in the East finals. Like yeah. you cannot, like you said, let up on the gas, especially against a guy like Jimmy Butler, because clearly he can drop 40 and oh, he yeah. does, and he's not afraid to drop 40 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, for him, he's just like, he's not scared in the moment. He's already no. been there. He went to the finals against LeBron. Like, he that doesn't bother him to do that. So you need to be able to come out and to be able to match that. I think Tatum, next game, comes out 45, man. Wow. I'm Trust saying, I'm saying 45. 45. I'm saying he comes out and he's just like, because I was looking at like that; those guys weren't rattled last night. Boston wasn't rattled, and I looked at them and I was like, you know, they had every chance to win that game. They were up; they had some big leads. I think it was like maybe thirteen and 12, 13 or twelve points at one at one time. And you're doing that without Al Horford, and you're doing that without the Defensive Player of the Year. So True. I'm looking at this, and I'm like. Does does Horford make them better? Absolutely. Al Horford is one of the most underrated players in the game, and he has been his entire career. And Boston brought him back for a reason. I think I think people were just totally undervaluing him. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Once he was in, once he um, once he left Boston, I think people probably thought he, the first time. I think probably you know they thought he was done. You know, then he comes back and he shows. Oh yeah, like he he's actually like. He's actually like a really good player in this league, uh, but like you know, they were able to you know they were able to adjust because I think I'm not sure. Like it might have only been a couple of hours before game time when the guys when, when it came public that those guys weren't playing. So right. when you're 
when you're already preparing to go against like that that team in, in Miami and Miami that's that's a good basketball team right yeah like, they have some they have some serious like not only do they have good starters but they have some serious weapons off that bench yeah you know Tyler here was no joke um you know he he gave you a great performance last night I think he had you know almost close to 20 so yeah you're looking at like that that Miami team and it's gonna like it's gonna be a series like for sure yep. like it's not gonna be a blow and and I don't think anybody expected that I think it's gonna be a really good you know series and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be good for fans like you're saying but Tatum's he's kind of come out and he's gonna he's ready for this moment he's not like he's not afraid anymore he's gonna come out and he's he's ready for this moment like he he knows that he can be he knows that he can be that guy and he needs, he's the one that needs to respond. Not Jalen Brown, no, <clears throat> not, not Marcus Smart. If he comes back, right. you know, which I don't think is probably going to happen because I think it's probably going to be later on the series, according to like yeah. what you're saying about his injury. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't like, those aren't the guys that they don't need to do it. Like if, if the, the team needs Tatum to come and, and drop like 45 and just walk around, like, we're going to the finals and literally yeah. just deflate that team that you cannot, you cannot rattle these guys. Like these guys are a legit contender in the East now. Right. They've overcome these hurdles. They, and the thing is you get through, again, you get through Brooklyn, then you take down Giannis. They got nothing to lose. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, like Miami was to the finals a couple of years ago, I think, I don't really think they have much. They have much to lose. Like, let's be real. We probably thought it was going to be Giannis in the conference finals, or or maybe Embiid, the way the way he played this year. So these teams are just going to go out there and it's going to they're going to play it. I think it's going to be one of those one of the better series that you've that you've mm. seen in a long time. And there's you know there's some history because of course of course you know I, I don't I do not uh, hide my my loss of love for LeBron James and. And those and those series between between Boston and um, between Pearson and 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 LeBron like and uh, right. Boston and Miami like those were those were epic those were great games to watch as as an NBA fan and you know as you know <laughs> huge huge love affair for Pearson Garnett so I think it's going to be one of those you know the next um, incarnation of just another another epic battle for for those two franchises yeah yeah well i mean if tatum drops 45 tomorrow in game two i'll make sure to buy a colt 45 40 ouncer just uh in respect for for tatum's performance i don't i don't uh, like it cold i don't like it cold a 45 cold so just <laughs> i'll drink it warm no problem <laughs> oh man um now, these two teams met in 2020 in the bubble in the conference finals. Um, I know we've talked about Jason Tatum has changed. Um, he, he's become a more elite guy. It's going to be a battle to see who is the best player in this uh, conference finals between Jimmy and, and Jason. Uh, any, any big concerns um, for this series besides Jimmy? I don't think like in terms of, of the, the competition side of things, like, again, like, you know, all respect to, to him, like to Jimmy Butler as, as a performer, like as a fan, like just love his game. And, and, you know, he, he's fun to watch. No, I don't think there's any challenges on, on the competition side of things. Again, like, you know, it's internal. It's, it's, it's internal. And it's, I think it's yeah. more on like the, 
the injuries of uh, side of things, of course, because like the thing about what happened against the Bucks, and you know, not not to to keep like you know belaboring the point, but Middleton that was a huge difference maker, right? And and I don't think that like if you take out the defensive player of the year and the Eastern for the entire entirety of the Eastern Conference Finals, that that's going to be you know a, a situation where well number one it's it's going to grind the guys down and advance if they can, I mean if they can get through Miami and you get into in, get into the finals like you might go in there tired because you're going to have to pick up more a right. little bit more defensively but I, I just think back to I just think back to the you know the last the last player in Smart's position to to win Defensive Player of the Year and it was you know Gary Payton and think about right. Think about that run that Seattle made in '96, and you know, say what you want to say. Or, or Jordan's probably has a different opinion on that, but <laughs> Gary Payton's like, you know, defensive performance in in the NBA Finals was, you know, considering who he had to go up against, I think was pretty legendary. So I right. think I think he needs to get his credit. So that that just goes to show, like when you're going up against like elite players and I'm not saying, I'm not saying Butler's like, like Jordan, but when you're going up against those, those elite players, you got, you got to shut them. You got to shut them down because Jimmy Butler, like, you know, cause said like, he's changed. Like he can go off and you know, he can, he could very well average 40, 40 for this series for sure. Right. So like they, they need to, they need to get him back. need to get him back quick because they can't, they can't keep being ground down or by the time they get to the finals, it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. Cause I think the Bucks series, I definitely took the gas, some gas out of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was a man. That was a rut. Like that was a playoff series for sure. But no, nah, nothing, nothing on the, like, I don't see, I don't see anybody over there on the Miami team that, you know, again, it's because of Celtic arrogance that, mm-hmm. you know, being all that. Like, yeah incapable of hand, like it's butler and that's it that's where it's right. i think for me shutting him down and then the rest can can be dealt with 18 points off the bench or 20 points off the bench from tyler hero i mean i mean the celtic bench has been playing phenomenal phenomenal mm-hmm. this playoffs like you have guys like you know coming out and like giving them starters like the breaks that they need and actually being productive out there on the floor like them yeah. Williams boys, man, those guys are, whew, those are, th- there's some other like massive surprises. This yeah. way, like those guys came to, came to play as well. And so it's, it's not, it, again, it's like, there's the culture has shifted. Yeah. 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 So much there, like, and in such a, in such a positive way that, you know, they are believing that, you know, they can get a rest and can get production off, uh, off the bench. So that's what the hope is, is that that production off the bench is going to help alleviate some of the tiredness that might occur as a result of smart being out for an extended period of time. I don't know. That's, that's the hope anyway. Yeah. Well, I hope, you know, everyone who, who is injured for both teams, including, uh, the Messiah from for the Toronto Raptors who plays on the heat, Kyle Lowry can return and that they're all a hundred percent. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I hope it does. Cause you always want to see the best players play at their high levels. Uh, but it, I mean, it sounds like confidence is higher in Boston. It's confidence is higher in you. 
uh, more than it has been in, in years past, uh, which begs the question, if there's a parade, if there is a championship for the Boston Celtics this year, will you be somewhere along that parade route? Will you get the, the thumbs up uh, from your family to be able to go down to, to Boston and, and, and be there for at least a day to check out the parade and celebrate with the city? The, the, the way things are going, if I went down there, I don't think that spending time with the Boston Police Department as a result <laughs> Drunk and disorderly conduct might look good on my resume. So, so I just like, you know, I'm like, whew. I mean, if this was, I and I real like, I thought about it back in, um, back when when Pierce and, and Garnett wanted, because I was at the age too where I was like, you know what, I could probably get a bit of a pardon on anything that yes. might have occurred to get across the border, but I don't, I don't know now. Like, I feel like if I'm being like. Uh, if I'm being basically like locked in a room at my in-laws place to watch the game, I don't think there's going to be any chance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me say this, man. If, if the Celtics raised the, the Larry OB for this year and, and and Jason Tatum has got the Bill Russell award for finals MVP, uh, six pack on me. We'll keep it nice and cold for you. I like it. And you can you can have uh, those drinks. You can get wild out here in in uh, the backyard, and and we can talk Celtics basketball and championship uh, that whole night. How's that sound? Oh man, I would I would love that, buddy. I would that that would be better than going down there for the parade. Wow, wow. Yeah. We'll even make sure the the beer's green that night. Oh my God, this. You're just, you know what? You're just considering like how much I yelled at you on the street the other day, man. You're just so kind. <laughs> You're just so kind, but I, I well, gotta we, say, I gotta say this one, this one, one more thing, just about that Miami team. Sir, sure, sure. As a fan, and I'm watching this, man. Kyle Lowry don't look right in that uniform, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at him, and I'm just like, you know, you know, it's kind of, it kind of reminds you. I was like, did, did he get, like, did he get off on the wrong, wrong stop, like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he stayed in Miami that after that that Tampa se- season. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Oh man, terrible. Oh, I, I mean, again, as as a fan, like I would like it would be amazing to see him, like you know, end it in 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 Toronto. Because like, well, we we talked about this like the other day. Is like that guy, like in terms of his influence on on that that core that remains from that championship team, like. I feel like it's just, you know, it's something that you can't buy, right? Like, you just the, his leadership was so good. Yeah, for like, sure, man. Absolutely, key key to to the franchise, key to to uh, that team. Well, maybe he'd come play in Boston. <laughs> now that's one team he will definitely not play in. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> We won't let him, and I don't think he'll let himself. But. All right, okay, I went too far. That was too far. Okay, I, I know there's a lot. I feel like I crossed it. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll step back. I'll step back. Well, man, uh, I look forward to game two tomorrow. Game one was was excellent, excellent basketball. Tale of two halves for sure. Yes. Uh, but I think it's going to come right down the wire for game two, and it should be a great series. should be a great series. Glad to have you on the pod uh all the best man in this series 
I, I, I appreciate that. I'm now going to go take my heart medication for game two. <laughs> Respect, man. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, and we'll catch up to you soon. Peace. I think I don't, I don't do dreaming. I'm on your culture. I do artists.